one of the impactful and uh, very helpful teachings of Lumpo Cha that uh, comes to mind a lot is his statement, if you put it all down, you'll see the truth. If you don't, you won't. That's all there is to it. It's always been this way. That's a fairly uh, blunt and uh, challenging statement, but uh, wonderfully true, in my, certainly in my experience. If you put it all down, you'll see the truth. If you don't, you won't. And doesn't uh, just refer to some kind of long-term program, but rather in this moment. How does the heart hold its field of experience? How much are we carrying around? If you put it all down, if you let go of all of it, the truth is here. The Dhamma is apparent. As long as there's a carrying around, a relishing, a resenting, owning, then the Dhamma is obscured. It's not apparent. It's a painfully simple, direct relationship. So the challenge is to put it all down, to let go. The challenge for most of us, probably all of us, is that some things are easier to put down, to let go of, than others. Some of our opinions, our memories, our moods, our possessions, some of them are quite easy to let go of, quite straightforward. Our possessions, our opinions, our moods, our attitudes, our judgments, some are quite obvious, clear. We can know them, let them go, put them down. But others are much, much harder, more challenging, more difficult to let go of. I feel it's helpful to have this relationship clear. If you put it all down, you'll see the truth. If you don't, you won't. The task then is around looking at, feeling those things that are difficult to put down. The opinions, judgments, like and dislike the way we relate to our own life, our own mind, our own character, our own history. How we are, who we are, what we've said, what we've done. The memories we have, the assessments the mind makes of our weaknesses or our attachments. The way we relate to other people, judging those who are so precious to us and essential, those who've hurt our feelings, done us wrong. We don't want to forgive. We feel betrayed by or 
disappointed by. We've been hurt by. To look at those areas, those things that are being carried around and it's hard to let go of, hard to put down. Another of Lumpur Chah's very helpful teachings, kind of related to this, is where he said 50 to 70% of the practice is knowing that you should let go, but not being able to. So, sort of partner teaching. <laughs> if you put it all down, you'll see the truth. If you don't, you won't. So 50 to 70% of the practice is knowing that you should let go and not being able to. So this uh, takes a lot of patience and a great deal of forgiveness. Forgiveness of our own shortcomings, our own weaknesses, and the vipaka that's been created from what we've said, what we've done, our attitudes, a lot of forgiveness for our own shortcomings, what we see as things that were poorly done, poorly said, unkind, untrue, and forgiveness of others. So as we come to these last few days of our winter retreat time, I feel these are useful themes to, to bring to mind, to look at. What are the things that we find it hard to put down, to let go of? Resentments of other people, judgments about our, ourself, this life, this person, this personality, our opinions, our judgments, our possessions. Maybe you can let go of all the people around you, but you really like your room. This is my room, my space. I can let go of everything else, but not this room. Whatever it might be, to explore, to see what are the things that we can't put down, we can't let go of. My rightness. This is not an opinion, it's a fact, Ajahn. It's not an opinion, it is a fact. Feel that. What is a, what is a fact? What is the way the heart is holding that? What's the mind's relation to it? Is there a sense of owning this? I know this is true, this is a fact, I know. It may be something that has some kind of objective reality. Say, water is made of hydrogen and oxygen, okay. But how does the mind hold that? I know this is true, I am right. Even though there might be some objective reality, a particular event did happen on a particular day, but how is it held? Who remembers it? Who owns it? What's it being used for? Is it a weapon used to punish yourself? 
Is it a, an identity that's carried around to be proud of, pleased about? An achievement, an accomplishment, a statistic? How many years you've been in robes? The practices you've done, the meditation experiences you've had, how big your IQ is, how small your IQ is, whatever it might be, to explore, to look. Opinions, judgments, emotions, possessions, all these different areas of these things we call our life, our world. Explore, look at the things that, that seem so real, so solid. Our gender, our age, our nationality, our name, our family, wherever it might be, whatever it might be, just take that simple principle. If you put it all down, you'll see the truth. If you don't, you won't. So to explore, to investigate, what are the elements of this world, this life, that are held onto, that are carried around, that are made much of. There's a taking refuge, an investment in that, a relishing. And it doesn't necessarily mean something pleasant. You can relish not something that's an achievement, like what a good family you come from, or the exams that you passed, or the the years you've been in robes, and it, you can relish our shortcomings. You can build a lot of identity of our neurotic brokenness, our weakness, the fundamental flaws and difficulties of our character, genetic inheritance. So we can relish that which is painful, buying into it, taking that as me and mine, as an absolute fact, an absolute truth. Oh, look at that, feel that out. And then to practice forgiveness. In the reading from Lumpur Sumato's teachings yesterday, it was a point he made about forgiveness being based on loving kindness. I feel this is a useful, helpful for us to consider. That radical acceptance, that open-heartedness. Here it is, this is the way things are. That not dwelling in aversion to the way it is. That's the basis of forgiveness, really. Giving that space for things. It's one of the reasons why the word give is there in forgiveness. It's not, a, not an accident, not a coincidence. The heart gives the space to be thing, for things to be the way they are. Yes, those words were said. Yes, that opinion seems so true, so real. Yes, that person's actions did cause pain. Yes, that thing that I said really wasn't true. Is there space for that in the universe, in the heart? I would suggest the answer is yes. Forgiveness, forgiving 
others for their their behavior, their attitudes, their actions. Forgiving this person, forgiving yourself for not being perfect all the time. Not living up to the ideal of a perfectly self-enlightened Buddha. So the, the giving of forgiveness is a giving of fearlessness. It's called apayadana. Apaya is fear, apaya is fearlessness. Apayadana, the giving of fearlessness. So if we don't carry around grudges, that negativity, that patika, if the heart doesn't nurse that kind of resentment and grudge, you know, she betrayed me, he lied to me, I can't forgive myself ever for doing that. If the, heart's let, if the heart lets go of that kind of grudging resentment, it's giving fearlessness, giving space to others. As the Buddha said, just of the five precepts, these are called the five great gifts. It's by refraining from killing, from stealing, from sexual misconduct, from lying and from using intoxicants. You give immeasurable freedom from fear, freedom from distress, freedom from anxiety to countless beings. And in return, similarly, you also give immeasurable freedom from distress, freedom from fear, freedom from anxiety to yourself also. If you're ready to forgive others, to not carry around grudges and judgments, opinions, resentments about others, then they find it's much easier to be kindly, compassionate towards this being, towards the, the shortcomings, the, the unmindful, unkind, dishonest behavior that this one might have been responsible for. If you don't judge others in terms of how they've betrayed you or let you down, disappointed you, offended you, then you find that there's much more space, space in the world around you, space in your own heart space for your own shortcomings. Which doesn't mean that we assume that everything that we've done is noble and good. Yeah, recognizing our transgressions as such is the way of development. We don't build an identity around it. We don't take that as me or mine. It's felt and known as it is, and as, as an aspect of nature. And then, with mindfulness and wisdom, the heart responds accordingly. If we train our, train our hearts in this way, seeing whatever the things are that are held onto, carried around, our achievements, our regrets, our judgments, our complaints, know them, feel them, let them go. Put them all down. Then the heart is living in the world of Dhamma. 
It's embodying Dhamma, being Dhamma. And there's infinite space there. Limitless. The heart is boundless. And buoyant, weightless. It's not a burden to carry around. It's not stressful. There's a boundlessness, spaciousness, a buoyancy, a lightness of heart. It's the heart of forgiveness. As we practice in this way, developing this quality of investigation, exploring, along the way we can discover things that we were carrying around that we had no idea were even things, let alone that they were being carried around. It's a, it's a journey of discovery also. Attachments you had no idea that were there. Sense of identity, or this is what I am, or this is mine. Not even having a clue that these were judgments that we made. Not knowing that the mind did that, held that, resented that. So when we meet those new discoveries, similarly, open the heart to that. Recognize that. Don't pretend it's not there. Open the heart to it. Let go. Put those down as well. Letting go of self, letting go of others, letting go of the whole subject-object dynamic, me and the world. No need to carry it around at all. No need to create it. Feel the spacious, joyful quality of that. Natural simplicity, buoyancy, boundlessness. Feel that, know that. This is what comes with that realization. <laughs>